Joseph Pasek of BarnBurner.ca, our twice-daily podcast is entitled Fired Up, now on iHeartRadio, also on 64 platforms. Welcome to another edition of NFL Blitz, this time with two, two Hall of Famers from BarnBurner, the Hall of Famer, John Nelson of OSG Sports in Atlanta, and Eric Cohen, TSN's highlight producer. Okay, let's get to week two of the National Football League. Start off with you, Eric. Carolina at Atlanta. Atlanta favored by six, over under 44 and a half. Well, you know what, Joe? It happens every single year in the National Football League. We overreact to what we see in week one. There's a lot of games where I feel like the lines would be very different if we didn't have the week one results that we had. This one, not an overreaction. I mean, Atlanta lost week one, Carolina won week one, and here's Atlanta's a six-point favorite. Um, I, I, You know, the Falcons' red zone issues are, are really incredible to me. 20 to 20, they are a, uh, an incredible team that can move the ball, it seems like, at will, but they get into the red zone and they, they struggle. They can't find Julio. They can't run the ball. Uh, Matt Ryan makes silly mistakes. I'm not. Uh, I'm not laying six with this team right now. I'm going to take the six with Carolina, even without Greg Olson, who of course got hurt in Week One against Dallas. All right, John Nelson from Atlanta. Who's your pick? I'm going to go with Carolina. I think that the you know even if Matt Ryan decided to completely and totally ignore Steve Sarkeesian and all of the play calls that he makes, which are borderline just you scratching your head a lot of the time with what Stark is trying to do offensively. And the this being a rivalry game in the, the dirty, dirty, I, I've got to go with Carolina to cover on this one. All right, let's start off with you, John. A, a very, very good matchup. One-point favorites, the Green Bay Packers over Minnesota in Green Bay. Yeah, and I think that that's really going to be the difference is the, the home field advantage. You know that Minnesota is going to want to pin their ears back and chase after Aaron Rodgers all day because uh, of the, the knee injury that happened last week. So I've got to go with Green Bay in a tight one, another traditional uh, regional rivalry. So I'll go with Green Bay to cover. All right, Eric. I'm going the other side. The Minnesota Vikings with that defense, uh, they could make life miserable if Aaron Rodgers even plays, I mean, uh, right now, that's not a foregone conclusion just yet. He's not practicing. Uh, and, you know, if you're the Packers, do you really want – I mean, don't forget, last year his collarbone injury it happened in Minnesota. This is a defense that hits. They hit you hard. I don't know if I feel comfortable even putting out number 12 uh, against Minnesota. And, of course, if Deshaun Kaiser plays, it can get ugly pretty quickly because he looks a lot like – uh, what uh, Green Bay was throwing out there last year in a backup role in Brett Hundley. <laughs> that wasn't a good luck when Erod wasn't under center. So I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings to win this football game against either uh, Kaiser or a hobbled Aaron Rodgers. All right, Eric, you start us off. Uh, I, I got to tell you, Eric, your wife called me up and said, well, talk to Eric. Eric could have took me to a trip to Hawaii if the Cleveland Browns would have won the game last week and beat Pittsburgh. I, I hear you had a lot of shekels on that one. Cleveland into New Orleans, nine-point favorite New Orleans. Cleveland upsets, right, Eric? Well, Cleveland covered week one, Joe. Even if Pittsburgh would have kicked a field goal, Cleveland would have covered that, that uh, point spread anyway. And you know what? Um, New Orleans defense, man, they showed a lot of flaws. If Tyrod can just not turn the ball over, and that's what he's known for, is it being efficient, then, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take the nine points with the Browns, and 
I think New Orleans has a lot of stuff to figure out on defense. So give me the nine with Cleveland. All right, John. Same thing, even though I don't think that uh, Cleveland might uh, might keep up offensively. We know that New Orleans right now is a sieve defensively. So I'll take I'll go with I'll go with Cleveland in this one too. I think it'll be a lot tighter than folks think. All right, John, start us off. Miami into the Jets. Jets favored by three. Which basically means Vegas thinks it's a push, and you know, considering that the future is now when it comes to the Jets at quarterback in Miami, I I just don't know what to think about Miami right now. So I'll I'll take the Jets in this one. Eric, I'll take the Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill, uh, when healthy, is covered nine of his last ten games, uh, including Week One against Tennessee. Uh, there's now some film on Sam Darnold uh, that obviously uh, we see thanks to the Lions. Uh, lying down for the kid, and uh, I'll take three. I'll take three points in uh, what should be a pretty close game. And the next two matchups should be very, very good. Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh favored by four and a half. Let's start off with John. Yeesh. I mean, I don't know what Pittsburgh you're going to get. So by default, I'll go with uh, young Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City offense. I think it'll be. Once again, I think that it'll be a lot tighter. It wouldn't surprise me if it was a one- or a two-point game that Pittsburgh eventually wins, but I'll go with Kansas City and take the points. Eric? I'm with Johnny. Uh, you're getting four and a half. Uh, KC looked, uh, hey, they look great against San Diego offense. With home LA Chargers, touchdown. LA Chargers. Oh, well, they're always San Diego to me. but um, Exactly. You know, right there with you, brother. Exactly. Mahomes, four touchdowns. Tyree Kill looked great. They didn't even get anything out of Kareem Hunt. So, I mean, the, 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 the Chiefs can do more than what we saw. This would be a very high-scoring game. Steelers might win it by a field goal if their kicker can, you know, make one as easy. He missed it, obviously, a key one against Cleveland last week as well. But give me the Chiefs plus the points. By the way, Eric, uh, do you know that me and John have a, a, a station in San Diego where we cover lacrosse this year? Check it out Very outside, nice. outside the box. Now, uh, Eric, start us off with Philadelphia into Tampa Bay. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the next coming of Tom Brady, right? Will there be more Fitz magic? I say no. I say the Super Bowl champ shut him down. Uh, it's a short line, three. Nick Foles obviously did not look very good uh, against Atlanta, and he, I don't think he is very good. But uh, that being said, I'll uh, – I'll, I'll lay the three with Philadelphia. I just think it's a short line. It's a bit of an overreaction to Tampa Bay's win in New Orleans last week. John? Yeah, I'm right there with him. I'm just, you know, I think that anybody can get 24 on the Saints right now when it comes to their defense. And so when you have Fitzmagic going at it, I think he's solidifying himself into uh, an interesting situation when Jameis Winston comes back. It's like, okay, do you throw Jameis in immediately or do you continue to go with your hot hand? I think Philadelphia is just too tough, and I don't think that you're going to see another 40-plusser from Tampa. So I'll go with Philly and take the points. All right, John, start us off with Houston and Tennessee. Houston's favored by two. Yeah, and I think that, you know, when you're looking at this one, uh, I, I'm torn, admittedly, but I think that just because Tennessee seems to hiccup more than anything else when it comes to their offensive play, I've got to go with Houston. I'll take Houston and Deshaun Watson, so give me Houston in the points. Eric? 
Yeah, I like the Texans in this game. Titans really beaten up after the loss to Miami, obviously. We saw uh, Marcus Mariota leave the game. Uh, Delaney Walker out for the year. Uh, not a good start for Tennessee. Houston, yeah, it's funny. They, they lost by seven, which was what the point spread was. But they took a lot of heat for their performance at New England. Um, I think that, you know, this is obviously a step down in competition for the Houston Texans. I think Watson will play better. I think you'll see more out of uh, J.J. Watt in that defense. And they'll be able to make plays that, you know, Tom Brady and the Patriots know how to avoid big turnovers. Same, same cannot be said for Tennessee. All right, Eric, start us off with the next two games. Indianapolis at Washington. Washington favored by six. Is Adrian Peterson going to have another 100-yard game? He could against the Colts defense. Very possible. Uh, I like uh, I like Indy, though. I mean, Washington, a bit of an overreaction to their win over Arizona. Arizona's terrible. Indianapolis was in control for a lot of the game against Cincinnati. A bit of a second-half second meltdown for uh, the Colts, but Andrew Luck looked good, threw for 300 yards, so I think the Colts are a lot better than what we thought they could be, so I think uh, I'll take the six points in this game with Indy. Okay, John? Yeah, I'm right there with him. I think that Washington eventually wins, but I think it's too much of a number considering what we've seen from uh, Indy in week one, and uh, of course, you can always use the hashtag, Andrew Luck is back, but... Um, <laughs> No, I've got it's too many points for me, so I'll take I'll take Indy in the points. All right, Eric, I got you a me, season media pass for Barn Burner to cover the Buffalo Bills. You're going, I think you're going on Sunday to uh, New Era Field to t- see the Buffalo Bills take on the L.A. Chargers. They debut for the best rookie quarterback, but he must be better than Sam Darnold. Darnold threw a pick six, right? Who's your pick? Do uh, the Bills rebound? Your team is Buffalo. You're going to go to the Buffalo Bills game. You're a media member. You're covering the game for us. Go ahead, Eric. I will be at the Bills game Sunday. I will see Josh Allen's first career start. I I will predict he plays a lot better than Nathan Peterman. However, it's probably not going to be enough. The Chargers just lead. uh, They took the Bills to the woodshed last year. Um, You know, the Chargers will be a very angry football team after what happened to them against Kansas City. I mean, Phillip Rivers threw for over 400 yards. The Chargers did a lot of good things in that game. Melvin Gordon was great, but they had a couple bad things right off the hop that they could never recover from, Um, especially that Hill uh, long touchdown return. So, you know what? Chargers walking to Buffalo probably win the game and probably win it by at least seven. So, give me the bolt. So, they will be there. On the road trip. Actually. Wait, wait, hold, on, there, hold on, hold on. Hold front on. center to watch Josh hold Allen's trip. Hold on, you're picking start. against the Buffalo Bills when I got That's you correct. a media pass for Barn Burner. You're, by the there way, you when, when you're there, you got to get your pass and you got to get my pass. All right, John, go ahead. I agree with Eric, and I'm not even going to the Buffalo Bills game <laughs> to to see what's going on with uh, the Fighting Pagulas. Uh, I I just I don't see any offense coming out of Buffalo right now. And so last time I checked, if you can't score, you don't win. And I, I've just got to go with San Diego by default. Carson, Los Angeles, whatever you want to call them. The Chargers, they're going to win. They're going to cover. All right, game 405 games. Uh, John, you start us off. Arizona into the L.A. Rams. I don't think anybody looked better than the Rams the first week. And I think that when you have an offense that is as electric as what you have with Todd Gurley as your focus, uh, Sean McVay's going to really try to put up a number. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a long day, and I think that I'll go I'll go with the Rams and I'll take the points. Okay, and how about you? 
Right. Now, it's hard not to see this game get completely out of control. Sam Bradford looked awful uh, against Washington. I can't see him turning it around against this defense. Good luck against uh, Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue, that secondary. The you know the, the Rams are just loaded. I mean, you know, I think McVay's the best coach right now in, in the NFL, uh, maybe other than Bill Belichick. And uh, this, this team right now, they, they're going to score at will. They're going to uh, make life miserable. For Sam Bradford, I think I think the Rams win by a whole bunch. All right, Eric, your second favorite team, the Detroit Lions, who probably even look worse than the Buffalo Bills, your first favorite team in week one, go into That's San Francisco. Pretty close. Yeah. Go into San Francisco and take on the 49ers. 49ers favored by six points. Who's your pick, Eric? Well, a lot of bad things came out of Detroit's loss, not just the, you know, getting embarrassed by the Jets and a rookie quarterback, but the, the reports and a lot of my friends that are around the team say that Matt Patricia has already lost them and they've played one week to disaster. Uh, they don't like his, uh, the way he puts players through drills, the way he was very tough on them. They were used to a very easygoing Jim Caldwell and it's, it's, uh, the, not the culture that I think the players are very happy with, as it looks like Patricia wants to be the, a disciple of Bill Belichick, and I don't think the Lions are interested. So uh, a bit of a mutiny already in the Motown. Uh, give me the Niners and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo to rebound after a rough game for them in Minnesota week one. All right, John? Yeah, I'm kind of seeing it that way too, although it could end up being a shootout, which to me would take it just under the numbers. So. Uh, I think that they're probably going to open things a little bit more, hopefully, for Matt Stafford's liking. So I think it ends up being the latter now that I talk myself through it. I think that <laughs> Detroit covers, but I think that San Francisco wins. All right. Uh, John, you start us off with Chucky, better known as the o- Oakland Raiders, taking on Denver in Denver. Denver favored by six. I think that's too big a number. I just really wasn't impressed with Denver in week one, and I'm obviously not really impressed with uh, the the fighting Gruden. So I'll go with Denver winning, but Oakland covers. Eric? Yeah, I think I'm seeing it the same way. It's a divisional game. I think Oakland stays with it. David Carr took a lot of heat for those bad interceptions he threw in the fourth quarter. Uh, He's got to find Amari Cooper. You know, Gruden said Cooper was open and wasn't getting the ball, which is uh, obviously an indictment on on young car. So uh, I think you see some improvements from the Raiders. You see a lot of Marshawn Lynch, uh, but Denver probably wins this football game by uh, a field goal or around there. All right. Uh, this is the matchup of the day, 425, New England into Jacksonville. Uh, Eric, can you dispel the rumor that you were offered a tryout by the Patriots this week for a wide receiver job? Yeah, well, uh, if I'm offered a, a job, I, I don't want my first week to be going against Jalen Ramsey. He was probably pretty pissed off after Odell Beckham got the better of him in week one. Uh, this is really tough, Joe. Uh, you know, I, obviously the Lions won for a good reason. Jacksonville played very well in New England in the AFC Championship game. They were winning that game through three quarters. They can play with the Patriots. They're not intimidated by the Patriots. But the Patriots are the Patriots. So... Uh, when basically it's, you know, who's going to win the football game. It's hard to bet against New England, uh, even if they are thin at receiver. Obviously, I think, I think Gronk is a big game. Gronk did well last year, even working against Jalen Ramsey. That'll be another matchup to watch. The difference is, if it's Blake Bortles versus Tom Brady, who do you take in a pickup situation? And I think the answer is Tom Brady. And that's like, like 
Joseph Pasek against Eric Cohen. Come on. All yeah, right, John. You got to go with Cohen. Yeah, yeah. Right, Cohen. Cohen. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, you know, by, by the way, that's why you're covering a Buffalo Bills game. That is crap. All right, John, go ahead. Same rationale. I agree with I agree with E here because if it's a game that is labeled this closely by those who label these kinds of games, it, to me it's going to come down to the quarterback position. And in a game like this, who do you pick? I go with Tom Brady. I think that you know, to Eric's point, I think that Gronk could have a big game, just uh, get him to post up and move the sticks a lot of the time. And then uh, that way, if you're New England, you keep the ball away from Jacksonville and what Blake Bortles can do offensively. So I've got to go, I've got to go with New England. And I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be tight until probably a defining score in the fourth quarter to make it a bigger margin than a lot of folks were anticipating. All right. The Sunday nighter, the Giants into Dallas. John, start us off. Choice D, none of the above. Um, actually, no. It's it's you know with Dallas, I you know you don't know. Once again, you want you want the Dallas that you saw last year showing up. They didn't show up last week, so I'm going to go by default with uh, the New York Giants. I think that their running game with Saquon Barkley, I think, is going to do some things. I think that uh, Eli and and, and OBJ are going to have a decent night. So I'm going to go with the balance on offense going uh, for the Giants, and since you can't keep Dak upright seemingly right now if you're in Dallas, I think that that's going to make it obviously difficult to put points on the board, so I'll go with the Giants. All right, Eric? Yeah, Dallas looked terrible offensively. It is, it is, I don't understand what they were doing offensively. They weren't giving Ezekiel Elliott the ball enough. Uh, Dak has no one to throw to right now. No one's open. Um, and uh, the Giants have a history of playing very well at the stadium. So you're going to give me three points in a game that I think could go either way. I'll always take the three points in a game that I think could go either way. There's no really home field advantage for me. Uh, Dallas really hasn't established much of a home field at Jerry's world just yet. And uh, as long as Dallas keeps struggling the way they are, I'll uh, keep taking points against them, and I'll take the New York football Giants, and Beckham look really good week one. So did Barkley on that touchdown run. Uh, don't forget, the Giants now take a step down uh, in this defense. They played arguably the best defense in football week one in Jacksonville. Uh, Dallas is nowhere close. All right. On Monday night, we have Seattle into Chicago. Chicago's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Begin with John. Are Chicago going to blow a 20-point lead again? No, but I think that they can keep uh, an aging and piecemeal Seattle offense in check. And I mean, when you look at that linebacking core and you see Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith from uh, Macon County High School in Montezuma, Georgia, uh, drop. Uh, I just I look at the defense of the Bears, which was good last year, but it is getting better this year with two very, very bad men added to their front seven. I'm going to go with Chicago. Eric, and I like that that cheap pop by John. Yeah, I like the Bears too. I think the Bears showed a lot in that Green Bay game, other than of course the fourth quarter meltdown. But you know, don't forget they they had Green Bay beat in that game at Lambeau Field. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's got to take it to another level. I think they can run the ball. The Bears. I love Cohen and Howard. It's a great duo. Uh, Trubisky's got to take the next step. And Seattle defensively, they are a shell, a shadow, a shell of their former selves. Uh, so give me the Chicago Bears. Eric, I'm going to close it out with this. Your Buffalo Bills, your number one team, Buffalo Bills that you're going to cover for Barnburner, you're getting a media pass this week, uh, play the Chargers. Do you know who they play next week? 
I haven't actually looked that far. I go week by week, but uh, I think Minnesota if, maybe. Yes, Minnesota, yeah, and then they in Minnesota, and then the following week they play in Green Bay. All right. Mm -hmm. Now, now let's talk about your your second favorite team, which is the Detroit Lions. Okay, mm -hmm. Detroit, of course, losing last week. They're in San Fran. They host mm -hmm. New England, and then in Dallas, and then they host Green Bay. So mm. both your teams could be like zero and ten the first five weeks of the year. Very good possibility of that happening. Now, John, do you have anything to add to your to Eric, who is a fan of all the losers, the Maple yeah. Leafs, the Raptors, the Blue Jays, the Argos, Ar Argos winning the Great Cup, and now they're their worst team in the league. Go ahead, John. I'm not too far behind him because, uh, for me, it's the uh, Carson Chargers. And then you end up with uh, the L.A. Clippers, the L.A. Kings, <laughs> who signed Ilya Kovalchuk to a contract that I don't know is becoming of his age by the time it will be over. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, so I, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I'm right there with him. So you can run that same kind of smack on me, Joe, because you know it's going to go down, right? No, no, but, it's but you're, you're 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 the the Hall of Famer, okay? You're you're really Eric is like show and tell because you know Eric wants to be a Hall of Famer, but his jacket didn't fit, and and I I couldn't get a bust for Eric. Eric, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you on Twitter at Real Eric Cohen. Don't be fooled by the imposters. There's no there's no other Eric Cohen, is there? Oh, there are fakes. There are fakes. Make you sure it's a certified the, account. The, the, you mean the actual Eric Cohen who actually gets predictions on NFL games, right? John Nelson, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. Easiest way for me is on the Twitters as well at OSG Nelson. And you can also follow along on Instagram at Cute Sports Guy because when the boss says that's what you are, that's what your handle is. And on Facebook at John Freeman Nelson, I added the Freeman just to be different from the 500 John Nelsons currently on the Facebook. And Eric, by the way, do you know John Nelson and his boys at OSG have their own app now? John, tell Eric That's and great. the world about it. Easiest uh, way to do that right now is on Android for soccer down here. You can get all the SDH content on your Android device. We are working on the bracket or the parenthesis or the semicolon that is giving us uh, issues for the ios version that should be up pretty soon and then the osg sports app should be following right along just uh, alongside of it on ios and android as well thanks a lot guys all right take care guys Anytime, my friend